Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Rola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. I hope you know everything is great. Um, I, you know, I had a very good conversation with the Lord this morning and um, he talked to me about some, some things that I have been thinking about. He actually said something that I was quite surprised to yeah and i was a bit shocked because we haven't had that conversation before you know that kind of thing where you i knew i've I've always known that there is something that god wants me to do to be honest i I think i knew what it was but i've spent a a long part of my life running from it because i just felt no i can still serve you you know not in this way there was a time I, I was very clear about what it would be. And um, but let's just say I, I I I I think I took the wrong path in life and I never got to fulfill that future. But there was a time in my life when I was much younger that I was clear. I I knew I was going to be, you know, like I knew. I don't want to say what it is, but I knew I I just knew. You know that kind of thing when you just know something. But then my life took a turn, you know, and I made some decisions, some choices, life, you know, life-changing choices, and I just found myself on another path. And to be honest, I knew that I was not on the path. I just knew. I, You know, maybe I should just even just... I, I knew. I know, the, the things I can't say now, you know, because um, there are things that will be hurtful to people who... You know, will hear, but I, I, I just knew. You know, this you can't shake it. I knew that um, the path I had taken had effectively derailed. You know what God had wanted. You know the the the, the one of the futures that God had intended for me. But the Bible says that the gift and the callings of God is not without is without repentance. So. What I've come to realize about God is that God will still find a way to fulfill that call. It's just that it may not be the way it would have been. I I think God sometimes has many possible futures for a particular um, plan. So I don't think, and this is going to be very controversial, and I, I, I may not have the scripture, I don't think I have the scriptures to back this up, but it's the way I sort of feel that it would you know, is you know. I think it makes sort of sense because. Um, so I think God has a big overarching purpose, and then He has principles and guidelines, and do's and don'ts in kind of the way He's going to get it done. I think in some um, cases it is very specific and granular. It will be this. It will be this. It will be that. And of course, God knows everything ahead of time. But I think that sometimes. There is a plan A, there is a plan B. It really does look that way because I see sometimes some people, they miss their path. Although some people will say, okay, okay, so let me backtrack. Some people may say that missing of your path was actually part of the plan. <coughs> and that God intended that you will use that missing your path. I, I don't really think so. I think that may be how it looks, but I don't think so. I think that if you had followed that plan, God would have still followed you with it at that time. There would have been no need for a plan B 
because you fulfilled the plan A. But that if for any reason you fulfill the plan A, got a glitch, God will then set the plan B in motion. Do you understand? And then, of course, because it's God, by the time you now get onto the program, I mean, you bring it to your attention, for instance. I mean, a, a perfect example is Jonah. <coughs> Excuse me. That ran away from... Sorry, I should actually just have paused to cough, but yeah. Just shows I'm very comfortable with what I'm doing. But anyways, so and, um, I forgot that I was on the podcast, actually. <laughs> I thought I was doing a voice note for someone. But I'm not going to cut this out anyway, because, um, yeah... So, um, Jonah, God called him and said, you should go and preach to the people of Nineveh. I believe that God, if he had gone, do you understand? It would just have happened that way. He would have gone and it would have come back. I don't think that, this is me now, I don't think that God, you know, planned that he would, he would, he would go to a sea and then the sea. That was plan B. That whole Jonah running away and then Jesus then, I mean, God then having to cause this turmoil in the ship where eventually they now flung him into <laughs> the sea and ended up in the belly of an ocean. I hope I'm recounting that story correctly. To me, that sounds very plan B-ish. Even though God knew that eventually plan B would be activated. I'm not saying it caught it God by surprise. But this was God saying, no, I'm not going to get you. I'm not going to. You're not going to get away with running away from me that far. Okay, so you think you can run. You can't hide. We will still get to you. So God did what was necessary to bring Jonah to the place where he can come to terms with what God wanted him to do. And you see what I've just recounted, what the Holy Spirit has just enabled me to recount, perfectly explains what the last three, four years of my life have been. Because I have been Jonah running away. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, Father, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. I was Jonah. Jonah. The penny has just dropped. I was Jonah. I was Jonah. I was Jonah. I have been running. I've been running. And you know, the thing is that I have, I have not as if I've not been doing anything for God, not as if I haven't been listening to him, but I have been doing every other thing but what's apparently what God wants me to do. I think my decision to go to seminary, which by the way was orchestrated by <laughs> oh, was orchestrated by a belly if a a, a, a a in the belly of the fish experience. That's why I just went quiet. Because I just realized that the analogy fits entirely. I was a, I was in a storm, found myself in waters, almost drowning. I was in the depths. I entered the, the the belly of the. I not. I went into the depths of the ocean, and I entered entered the belly of the fish. And I was there until God was able to bring me out. When I came out, I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what that's what I've just had a belly in the fish experience. That's it. I'm going to write that down because that, that just answers my okay, so I understand. Belly in the fish. I, I I was Jonah. And you see, these are the things. I don't know. I've now realized that this musing is part of God's it is a spiritual discipline that God 
is doing in my life because he's never said this to me before. I don't understand why it is when I do these musings that this kind of ministration comes forth. I've never heard this from him before. I literally just got off my spiritual diary where I wrote four pages with him. He didn't tell me this, although he had started leading. The conversation was going somewhere. And then I picked this up. And, and, and I kid you not, if I hadn't done this recording, I won't hear That's how God is. I don't know why he do his the way he is. I did about three, recording three, four days ago, four episodes, three episodes ago, I was talking about how I'm beginning to realize that there are three things that God wants me to do every morning when I wake up. And that I'm realizing that even if I don't do anything, for me, that is going to be my own spiritual discipline. And that God has been using those three things to bless me, to teach me, and that I don't know why I don't do them this often. One of them is this podcast. I've sometimes wondered, oh, it's not necessary to do it every day. But now I realize it. It's, there's a reason why God said every day. And it's not so much because of ministering to others. It's because God also wants to minister to me. And he does. He speaks. Many times I say, oh, I don't want to record. I don't know what to say. But then it's immaterial because I'm not really the one talking. Most of the time, I'm not the one speaking. God is speaking to me and I'm hearing. Sometimes after I record, I have to go and play it back myself. Because I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I know that there will still be a day that I will go through some things that will require me to go and listen to all this. Maybe God got tired of me writing into diaries and then, you know, losing the books, throwing them away, and me never going back to the things that he had written. So he tells that, oh, you know what, let us store it on the internet. <laughs> because the internet never forgets. Yeah. Yeah, he's so right. So anyway, hmm. So I, I, he started talking to me and then he now, so before even this journal, before I did this recording and came to this awareness now, he said, he, he told me that, you know, he talked about the giftings in my life. He was leading me, you know, and God, he explains things. He's a very good explainer. He doesn't just throw things at you. He starts from small. I had no idea where he was going, but when he got there, I knew we had arrived. And he said, you know, look at the giftings in your life because something happened yesterday, you know. The things that happen to me sometimes, you know, and there was a situation that there was something that came up recently and God told me what was going to happen, something concerning somebody else. And what I thought I heard from him was so anti what it's not the kind of thing the people involved want to hear. So when I heard it, I was like, hey God. How, you know, I didn't know what to do, but he was telling me, no, this is what is going to happen and there's nothing anybody can do to change it. And it was a very negative thing. And I knew that I was not supposed to tell anybody, you know, that or tell even the people involved. But, and I can't go, you can say I'm being careful because I can't go into too much details, but when, the next time I, let's just say that it turned out exactly as God said, the vision that he, he gave me, it turned out. So, in fact, and I just got the news. I deliberately stayed, I just got the news. <laughs> when I got the news, so God told me before that thing happened that this was also going to happen. When I got the news of what happened, I couldn't even, I couldn't say a word. Because you know how you cannot even be shocked because God told you. But what happened was I doubted it. I just felt... Because I had first got some um, news that made it look like 
what I thought was not logic. It was not happening, you know. So I felt, okay, yes, that was just my crazy, that was just my mind talking again, you know. I, I just felt, because I always tend to, you know, I'm always like, well, how do you know that it's really God talking? You know, that kind of thing. Even though I know that my, like this one was so out there that I, I knew, my heart knew that it was God speaking, but I was like, I didn't, my mind didn't want to comprehend it because it was not, a, it's not the kind of message you want to hear. You know what I mean? If it's good news, eh, you know, it wasn't. It's not that kind of thing. But God said to me, you know what? This is going to happen this way because X, Y, Z. Now, what I regret is that I I shut him out. So I didn't even pay attention to the details of what he was saying. So now, even if you ask me, there was something he told me. He, he tried to explain to me why it was going to happen that way and why there was nothing that I could say or that would change it. But because I didn't want to hear it, I shut it down. The same way you shut down negative thoughts. That's what I did. Again, that's back to our faulty teaching in these Pentecostal um, circles that we are in, 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 in my country. Because they, it makes you feel that every negative word you hear, hear, anything that you hear that talks about, in quotes, bad things happening, is not of God. Whereas God wants... God is... Do you understand? He wants you... He, he, he doesn't... It's not every... God... In fact, the entire Bible is about warnings. And warning is a warning about bad things. In fact, the warning about um, the fact that, um, um, you know, that there is hell and that if you do bad things and that if Jesus comes back and he finds that you haven't been faithful, he'll say, you know, depart from me. So, but we focus on always that good thing. Oh, well done and good and faithful servant. We don't focus on what he says to the person who is found wanting or what he will say. We will not focus with the, on the ones where he says, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. We'll be focusing on the one that, oh, when you were sick, you know. So the entire Bible from beginning to the end, even Adam and Eve, the first commandment was a warning. He told them, you do this and do this for your food, it shall be this and all that, I have dominion, replenish. But he also commanded them. He warned them. Even with the children of Israel too. There was blessings, you shall be blessed in the field. But he warned them, said, if you, in fact, the warnings there, if you read the Deuteronomy, the warnings, if you depart from this, he told them, you will go into exile, you will be taken. And it wasn't so much God punishing them. It was God saying that would be the consequence. If you do that, you have laid yourself open. You have taken yourself away from my cover. The devil will be able to do whatever he wants to you, and he will sell you. He will enslave you. He will make you strangers in your own land. Which is exactly what happened. So, when that thing then came to pass, that was when I now knew. I said, God, I started realizing that it seems like this gift, there's really a gift. I mean, I know that there's a gift of God in my life, particularly the gift of discernment. God shows me things. Sometimes He doesn't show me, but when He shows, He really shows. And it, it you know, so I was like, so this morning I started having a conversation with God that it's like I just started realizing something also happened yesterday. So I realized that I started thinking that these things, and then I'm going through a program in, sem- in seminary where we're talking about the gifts and the callings. is a is a course that I should have taken at the beginning of seminary, but I couldn't accommodate it because the timings were off. But now I'm doing it now, and I believe that God wanted me to do it in what is essentially my last year, rather than doing it in my first year because He. He wanted I, I I think he wanted me to he, he wanted to live he wanted me to live 
to, to go through the process and discover this as I'm living, which is what is happening. And I'm not yet living yet, but by the end of year, God's grace, I would live. I would have finished my courses. So he started making I started looking at it that actually this kind of gifts that God is giving to me that I have received. So God started differentiating with me that look, you have to understand that this gifts that you have is for ministry. That there's no reason why God will give somebody a gift of discernment where you can tell things that are going to happen before they happen in the lives of other people. And you think it's just for yourself. No. So because I just like you, I like your face. That gift is for ministry. So if you are not ministering now, it means you are not using the gift. And he said to me, it has to be that this kind of gift is for face-to-face ministry. He said, it's not virtual. So it's not even whatever it is you are doing on the podcast. He says, because it is for people that you can interact with. That, you know, you can say and they can respond. Because obviously, as you can see in this podcast, I can only say nobody can respond to me. It's not interactive. So... I said, yes, Lord, you are right. So he started telling me things. So in addition to what I thought was the gifting of God in my life, he then made me realize that there's an aspect that I am yet to walk into. So I won't say what it is, but it was a real, hmm. I was like, okay. Because before I've been telling myself, you know, when I said, okay, I knew that God has gifted me to teach and I know that I, I am teaching, and I, you know, I, so I know that, you know, I do that in my secular work. I also do that, you know. But this other woman, he made me realize, he turned my attention to, we talked, I mean, the teaching one, yes, because when you have the, you can, there are several opportunities to teach. And in some ways, like I said, I, that one I know that I have been using, and maybe not to the way God would want. But he now made me realize, that, okay, yes, so even if you say that that one, yes, okay, fine, yes, you have to some extent. But this one, have not at all because the purpose for this kind of gift is like someone that has a gift of healing the gift of healing is definitely i mean the reason i mean you have like power gift i mean like you lay hands and things happen or casting out demons it's ministry do you understand you're supposed to be out in the field it's clear because it's not for you can't be it's not for you to be casting out demons in your family you know what i mean no that is purely evangelical in fact that one is purely 100 percent evangelics you god wants to use you to bring souls into the kingdom the same thing with healing it's not even for the church because in the church the god expects that washing of water by the blood prayer faith all of that will take care of that let the elders pray for you you understand what i'm saying uh-huh. but the supernatural gift of healings is for ministry to the unsaved so if you have that kind of gift, that was what the holy spirit was telling me this morning and i said thing but it's true and you see that God doesn't give it to everybody. It's not because he likes some people more than others. It's just that some people, that's the way he does his things for whatever reason. And to be honest, those things come at a huge price. So, I mean, if you're not, if God doesn't, if it, it don't, anyway, it's okay. I'll just leave it at that. He knows why. So I was forced to acknowledge for the first time that, yes, even though I knew, you know how you can be in denial? I said, you're God, you're right. Because now it is clear to me that there is an, I have an unmistakable gift of discernment. 
even though I know it, people have said it to me many times, and I've, you know, there are many people have, yeah, people around me, my, in fact, my colleagues in my former office, they were the ones that, they, they, what's the word, they proved, they proved it, because it got, they just found out that so many times I would say things, and exactly what I said would be what would come to pass, so, but this one that happened, anyway, let's just say, so I, I finally accepted. I said, God, Lord, you are right. He said to me, he said, the only reason why you will have this kind of gift is because you are, you are either you are counseling people, you are pastoring people. You, know, you understand? He said, this is for ministry. He said, so that when people come with their complex problems, you are able to speak to their situation because God has gifted you. So even what they are not telling you, you are able to speak to it. He said, um, so, so I said, okay, yeah, so, okay, now I know. I am not, um, there's, I am yet, I, there's an area of ministry that I need to step into. In fact, I, yeah, what I've been running from, I am, okay, Lord, I'm not running anymore, so just show me what you want me to do. So I just, literally, this just came to me right now. So it's, like, I can't even say anything more because I'm still trying to process it, as you can tell. Wow. Anyway, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. I will ask God and say, let him begin to lead me in the way that he wants me to go because I don't want to go to heaven and I then become that person with the parable of the talent that God said, I hid it and I kept it on my bushel and I didn't even think of putting it in the bank so that it can be generating interest if I knew that I could not put it to work myself. And honestly, that is, I guess, what I have been doing. I have been... Yeah, I have been hiding the talent of God, the giftings of God in my life, putting it in a wardrobe, in a drawer, and saying, you know what? And um, God didn't give it to me for me, you know, He gave it to me for the benefit of other people. So, and I'm not, you know, I'm not putting myself in the position where anybody can even know that that gifting is there. So, I really don't know what I'm going to do differently, but. I will. I guess the willingness is what has been missing. So now I will just ask God to show me what He wants me to do. So thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.